Hello there, my name is McNeil and you are listening to the McNeil and Friends Podcast. Here I invite different people to talk about movies. We talk about movies that are currently playing in the theaters and topics related to cinema. If you like this type of content, be sure to follow my podcast on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can also support my podcast by telling your friends. And if you don't have any, you can tell your family. Thank you for listening. What's up, everybody? Today is my new episode in a series called Journey to Black Widow. What I'm doing is I'm watching one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie a week in chronological order leading up to Black Widow. So if you enjoy Marvel movies and enjoy being a geek like me, watch one Marvel Cinematic Universe movie a week and tune into each episode. Today, I'm here with my friend Cody. Hello, everybody. So today we're talking about the Avengers, and thanks for coming on to this episode today, Cody. Yeah, of course. I love talking about stuff. I know you do. <laughs> uh, so I've known Cody for a few years. I know him through my brother. Uh, Cody is probably the biggest comic book fan that I know. You have a huge collection, don't you? It, it's not huge, but it makes me happy, so it's huge in my heart. Okay. <laughs> so that, that's how that's going to go. So how many comic books do you think you have, approximately? <gasps> probably 150 or so. That's much more than I have. I mean, like, I got the basic ones. I got yeah. Civil War, I think the whole series. I got mm-hmm. Batman the Killing Joke. I got a couple here and there, but that's really about it. Mm-hmm. But you have, like, 150, which is a lot. You know, it's a lot of yeah. comic books. So what makes you like superheroes so much? The thing is, is, like, when I think about that question, I'm like, you know, like, what what does make me like superheroes? And mm. I've always been interested in superheroes ever since I was, like, a little kid. Same. Me so like, well. like I can't imagine not being interested in them. Like, yeah. Like I, I guess it's one of those things that I've grown up liking. So I just, I just keep, you know, getting more into it as more things come about with movies and comic books and stuff. Yeah. So it's just something you just kind of grew up with and you've yeah. always liked it for as long as you remember. Oh yeah. Same. Me oh, too. Yeah. I mean, as a lot of people that I know are kind of that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of my friends, we have similar interests. Yeah. I mean, not some of them, some of them don't like Marvel as much, but mm-hmm. You and I definitely do. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, my God. Um, now, uh, Avengers, is, like I said, this is what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be cool to have you on for this episode because this is like the first time we had a superhero crossover event, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. We had movies like X-Men. We had movies like Fantastic Four, but mm-hmm. they weren't crossover events because there was just the original X-Men movie. Yeah. Nothing led up to it. Mm-hmm. There was the original Fantastic Four movie. Nothing led up to it. But the Avengers that came out in 2012 had five movies that led up to it. Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. And then we have this huge like culmination of all of that, and it all comes together. And so that was the Avengers. And uh, I don't know, it's just a, it's just awesome that that exists. Oh, dude, I you can know? completely agree. I remember just being the, the little fat nerd in elementary school <laughs> I was, just loving every movie that was coming out that had to do with Marvel. And then just hearing, you know, just seeing the commercial of the Avengers, you know, just watching SpongeBob, you know, yeah. eating whatever I was, <laughs> just straight up being so excited. I remember walking into the theater and just being so excited about like this real crossover event yeah. where all these movies that I've seen about, you know, Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Captain America, all these finding, finally meeting and just seeing how everything goes. I just thought it yeah. was so cool. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie in the theaters? I do. Or I, you did see it in the theaters, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I remember it was one of my, you know, best friends ever. We were um just, you know, excited about it. Yeah. And then we're like, you know, we have to see this movie. You know, at that time we're, we were like eight years old. We're like, dude, like we have to pull off a scheme. Like something has to happen yeah. for sure. So, you know, we... We got all the money together we could to get the tickets. And we're like, Mom, like, please, please, you have to take us. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, you know, we, we got everything together. We got there. And I remember the longest line. I remember it yeah. being wrapped around the building I and just waiting forever. And then I just remember going into that theater, sitting down, and just being mind blown. Yeah, I mean, so you were probably 10 when that came out. I, I was twelve, something around, something around there, probably. So yeah, I mean, you're you're two years younger than me, I believe. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think I was twelve years old when that came out. Yeah. I remember standing in a line. I remember. I mean, I've stood in a line for a lot of movies. Yeah. I don't. You know, I kind of have fun with it. It builds up the hype, builds up the anticipation. You know. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Yeah, and so there was definitely that experience for this movie, and uh, I saw it with my friend Trevor, who's been on a couple episodes of this podcast. We yeah. saw it with my family and his family, and our families have been friends basically their whole lives that they mm-hmm. kind of grew up together and that's how we know each other but ever since we were little kids we've always loved superheroes and so we saw it together you know somehow i don't even know how this happened but he doesn't even remember it he doesn't remember seeing it in theaters he doesn't remember freaking out he doesn't remember going back and researching who thanos was because he came in at the post-credit scene at yeah. the end of that movie he doesn't remember anything like that i was like dude are you serious this was like a big moment for everybody, you know, every, I mean, all comic book fans, yeah. you know, the fans of, you know, if, if you're fans of only the movie, it was still a big moment because mm-hmm. you saw all these characters together for the first time. Yeah. And, you know, this is actually something that could have made the movie fail completely, you know, jumping into the movie here, but like the characters are all in different places in the beginning. Yeah. You've got, um, you different locations. They're coming from different, you know, uh, places in life and they have to unite all six of these characters and connect it all in a way that made sense. Yeah. So there's a lot of movies that have a lot of characters that are, aren't, there's nobody that's just the main character where the big team up movie like mm-hmm. this. And this movie successfully did that. And I think that's what made this movie work. Oh know? yeah. Oh yeah. That's so true. I never, I never really thought about that before. Kind of like how it, they, they brought Captain America, like, getting out of the ice from mm-hmm. Iron Man just, like, doing whatever Iron Man was doing. Like, they, they, yeah. they did bring everybody together. I never really thought about it. Yeah, that I mean, before. like, even in the beginning of the Avengers, the movie, the first 30 minutes is them kind of gathering all of them together. The first, yeah. I think the first one was, um, there's Hawkeye, but he was hypnotized. Oh, yeah. And yeah. was kind of out of the picture for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then there's Black Widow, who was working, really. She had, like, a mission yeah, do. she was she was doing something, and yeah. that was that was a cool scene. I, that's I oh, love that dude. scene. Holy crap! Like I could not imagine destroying some crazy spy agent people from God knows where. Yeah, strapped to a freaking chair. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, that's a cool scene. Yeah, it so is. you've got you've got her doing that, and then I believe it goes to Hulk, and mm-hmm. he. It seemed like India. I think it, it they was never... definitely a third world country yes. kind of thing. Yeah. Because he was like being, you know, say literally saving lives, literally just being a He's doctor, being a, yeah, trying a to doctor. help people best way they could. And then this little girl holds, holds her little money. Like, Hey dad, I, I need, I need some help. Well, and he follows that her. wasn't her dad. Well, yeah. Not, <laughs> well, yeah. He said, I know. Hey dad. Well, yeah, like, I know hey, what dad, you meant. I need help. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so, uh, there was that. And then, you know, black widow, Natasha Romanoff had, she recruited him. 
you brought him into shield mm-hmm. and then i think it went to captain america who was you know he was uh punching a punching bag yeah which was that was cool because then he just like picks it up and walks away Dude. with it at the end yeah i know <laughs> like like i didn't realize how freaking yoked Chris Evans was until that scene because he's just like, you know, just this big old dude just beating the crap out of this heavy bag. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Captain America punches a hole in the heavy bag. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, makes it go like three feet. But, you know, he has his little collection. Don't worry. He has like six more and just straps it yeah. up and goes back. So that scene probably meant something to you because you come from a uh, like a boxing mixed yeah, martial I've been, arts I've, background. I've been, I've been fighting ever since I was like, like six years old. Yeah. So like just seeing like. Because, like, my favorite character in the entire Avengers franchise is Captain America. Okay. So just, like, seeing, like, this hulking dude just come, just beating the crap out of this bag, just being this monster. I was like, yeah. oh, that's cool. Like, that yeah. was such a cool scene. So you probably kind of connected with the character at that scene when you first saw it. No, I just thought it was dope. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so there's that. but And then Iron Man was just kind of... You know, he's just being Iron Man, and then Thor comes in and mm-hmm. you know kidnaps Loki, and so yeah, they're all right they're the all coming from different places, and this that could have made this movie fail if they didn't yeah. connect everything in a brilliant way. Hundred percent, and they they did, they made it work, and I'm glad that it worked. You know, and some people maybe this could be some criticism people have of the movie is that it, maybe it's a little bit slow in the beginning. I've actually heard that from people that aren't big Marvel fans mm-hmm. when they saw this movie, they're kind of like, yeah, it's a little slow. But then it it builds up and it gets really good. But, you know, it's uh, I get it, but you have to like the characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think it it is very slow in the beginning, but I'm not like, oh, I hate it because it's slow. No, I understand why it's slow. You have to bring the the, uh, the characters together. You have to create a story, you know, that that's what everything was doing. Like they they built the entire plot off the it being slow mm-hmm. so like like it doesn't it, like it doesn't make me not like the movie i don't like it because I, I like i like speed i like action but like i understand why and it made the movie so much better yeah you know it, i mean there's a big payoff you know you see these characters that when they once they gather them together and you see from what you know parts of life they're coming from mm-hmm. they don't always get along mm-hmm. and which, by the way, kind of sets up civil war. It does. They kind of start. They kind of start setting it up back that early. Yeah. But they don't always get along, like I said. But they have to learn to work together. Mm-hmm. They have to set aside their differences and work together. And I think that's something about this movie that really works. Mm-hmm. When um, Bruce Banner was working with the uh, the scepter or whatever, and then Cap and um, Cap and Tony, they get they get into each other's faces. Then Cap's like, you know, put on the suit. Let's go a few rounds. Mm. I was like, oh, please go for a few rounds. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see that so bad. But it really does show, like, like the Avengers in the comics, they they didn't get along too much. They they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, like, they got into a fight a lot. It's just how they were as a team. Yeah. And that movie really highlighted how they were literally a new form team learning how to learn the ways of each other. Mm-hmm. And work as a team, disregarding, you know, you have a big angry green guy. Then you have Captain America being a straight arrow with everything. Then you have Tony wanting to bend the rules and just, yep. you know. Yep. I mean, their their personalities are all over the place. Oh, yeah. And for sure. it makes for some very interesting interactions. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my favorite things about this movie, I'm sure this is probably the same for you, but the banter between the characters. Oh, is, yeah freaking awesome it is like okay so this movie actually has my favorite line of the entire 
universe. All mm-hmm. 23 of these movies, this movie has my favorite line. Is that scene where Iron Man meets Thor for the first time because Thor just captured Loki. Yeah. He took them from, you know, uh, Captain America and Iron Man, and they're fighting, and uh, <laughs> Captain, no, sorry, Iron Man says, Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? And that line, ever since, I mean, that line has always stuck. It's always stuck with me. The reason it's stuck with me also is because it's so random. It comes out of nowhere. He's just, yeah. Does mother know you weareth her drapes? Like right, out of nowhere. Yeah, and right before he's like uh, Shakespeare in the park. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That scene, that line. I love that line. I mean, and that just that kind of you know that just, it's like the epitome of. Tony Stark's personality, oh, definitely. You know, just because he's always talking, super yeah. quick witted. Yeah, very. You know, it's it's great, and you know, and Thor, who's kind of arrogant and kind of an idiot, that just went right over his head. Oh yeah, you know. He oh, wait, know. So, but then you know, right after that, you got Captain America. He shows up, and uh, Thor, you know, just crashes his hammer straight mm-hmm. onto the shield. I always thought that moment was pretty epic. And then it just goes, yeah, man. I always, I always thought that was so cool. Yeah. I, because, like, me just being a nerd, I'm just like, why did they do that? Why did the vibranium and then Thor, th- like, you know, I just get really, like, why yeah. did they do that? Yeah. But I just think it's so cool. Yeah. They, have they utilized that in any of the other movies? Because I can't remember right now. With Thor's hammer and Captain America's shield? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, remember in the opening scene of Age of Ultron and they, he was like, they're lining up and they did that again and they it knocked all those guys out, all of the Hydra dudes. Or was it Hydra or is it? Uh, yeah, it was Hydra. They were in, um, it was like snowy. You know what I'm talking about? Wait. Oh, wait. I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's I, another. Yeah. That's now another. Yeah. yeah. That's another scene where they did that. Um, yeah. But I, the scene that we're talking about, the Shakespeare in the Park, mm-hmm. Doth the Mother Know You Wear With Her Drape scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, that. that scene is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I um, agree with you. Some other things I really liked about this movie are I like Loki as a villain, first of all. Mm-hmm. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Hulk in this movie is awesome. He's got <laughs> some of the best moments in this movie, like with uh, at the in the final battle where he just smashes Loki on the ground, you know? <laughs> Dude, and he's I like, love it. Puny God. Yeah, like literally, he uses him as a dog toy. Yeah. And my favorite <laughs> part was Loki was just like, you little animal, I am a god. And then just freaking takes him and then whips him yeah. around. Like and then thing. you hear that noise he makes. He's like. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like like his confidence took a blow. And I'm like, man, I yeah. felt that. It is okay. I, I love that scene. I mean, oh, Hulk, yeah. and, and even when Captain America's like, Hulk, smash. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he, I mean, my actually probably my favorite thing with Hulk, aside from the Loki thing, is when um he's just going nuts on the aircraft yeah and uh there's the like i think it was like a fighter plane that was about to take off mm-hmm. and hulk stops it and the guy ejects from the from the plane and tries to it looked you knew he was gonna like throw out a parachute but hulk caught him in the air and just <laughs> threw him away and then you see just it goes like with the the uh parachute yeah the thing about the avengers movie is that hulk is literally just a machine of Blowing crap up, and I love it. Hulk's the Calvary. I don't know what that means. Calvary? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. Actually, no. You haven't seen Fast and Furious. No. I was going to put it in perspective with what Rock, The Rock said, and he's like, "Woman, I am the Calvary." Yeah. It, see, I just, don't know. What I that mean, means. it's. I think it's a military reference, but it's he, the muscle. There's there you go. The muscle. It. Yeah. He's yeah. definitely the muscle. 
the thing the thing about the the Avengers movie as a whole is it literally set up everything else for the MCU. Yeah. Everything. And just like it setting up the 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 Thanos and like the little fights that they were having within the movie to create for civil war mm-hmm. stuff like that like that I'm catching on to now that that the MCU has gone way farther than when I first saw the movie yeah. is like insane with the connection. It's like you see everything in hindsight and yes. you're like, oh, that's what that meant. That's mm-hmm. what this meant. That's what that meant. Yeah. And you, you know, when you watch the movie, some of you might have had questions where you're like, oh, I wonder what that means. Mm-hmm. Some of it might have just gone right over our heads and yeah. we didn't even realize that that's what they were setting up for. Oh, yeah. At, when, when the Avengers came out in 2012, we didn't know what the future was like. We just knew that we had a culmination of five movies mm-hmm. and a, super, a group of superheroes that we love. Yeah. We didn't know we were going to get any more. Yeah, very I mean, true. we we did actually. I take it back. We did because of the post credit scene with Thanos. We knew we were going to get more. We just didn't know what they were building towards. Yeah, like like you know? we had no idea where the Avengers were going to go. Mm-hmm. But now seeing where they have went, like holy crap! The people that directed produced the movie, they thought they knew what they were doing. Yeah, exactly. But like just putting all the little Easter eggs and everything is it's just literally insane. Yeah. So do you think that's probably your favorite thing about the movie? Is you know, kind of going back through seeing. You know all these things that you realize they were building towards something mm-hmm. else. You think that's your favorite aspect oh, of the movie? I love that. I think it's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Because like like me just be just literally loving these superhero movies to death, mm-hmm. and then just seeing the, the the amount of detail that they genuinely go through to make the movie as pristine as possible just impresses me. Yeah. Because like holy crap. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely very impressive because, like you're saying, they it was very well crafted mm-hmm. in the. Uh, regard of the fact that they were going to build an entire universe yeah and we thought that this was like the pinnacle yeah literally but then it's like well now we've seen endgame and it's like avengers at this point is almost like a low budget movie compared to endgame all i mean it's not it's a very high budget movie Mm -hmm. but it's uh i mean i still love it i think it's at this point kind of overlooked what is the Avengers, the first one, because oh, we, yeah. because oh, we've yes. got all these other ones. Like, oh yeah, Civil War isn't even an Avengers movie, but some people, most people, probably say Civil War is. Mm-hmm. They might have it uh, above Avengers as a favorite. Yeah, you know, Infinity War, um, uh, not Age of Ultron. People somewhat have most people have a problem with that one, but Endgame. You know, you got in Guardians of the Galaxy. Got all these big team up movies that kind of you know uh, they top. Avengers with some of the things that happened yeah. in it. And I mean and and I'm glad they did, but I still have a, you know, a special place in my heart for this movie because it's uh you know, it was kind of what made me really become a fan of this franchise. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah, because just the way they tied everything in. Yeah. It just it, it made me want more as a fan. Yeah. And what like I needed to know what what what's going to yeah. happen next? Where is this going to go? How is it going to go? Like what yeah. ne- what what's the next villain, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it just, it made me think. Yeah, it made me, you know, kind of think that uh, when we were watching these movies when we were younger, I kind of have to go back and think about the experience of when I first saw it, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially with the Avengers, I was so excited. And, you know, just kind of looking back on the, re-watching the movie, there's so many little things that happen in the movie, like when uh, they're in the final battle and um, Iron Man kind of comes out of nowhere and stands right beside Captain America and uses his shield to deflect his beams and oh, I mean just cool. there's so many little quick awesome moments like yeah. that in this movie where it's like I mean I think it's the things like that that I enjoy 
the, about mm-hmm. the first Avengers. The yeah, most. definitely. Like like that one scene you're talking about where Iron Man just comes out of nowhere, then Cat deflects shields. It really goes through like yeah. every hero and how they're just destroying everything. Yeah, I mean, right before you see Hawkeye, who's, you know, on the top of a building, yeah. uh, Black Widow, and she's, yep. you know, on those like alien spacecraft things yeah. flying through New York City. You know, Hulk just smashing crap. Um, and Thor, who's, you know, he's, he's, I think he's like on top of like what it looked like the Empire State Building. It could be wrong, but he's like, you know, doing stuff with his hammer or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, all, and then it, then you see the two of them do that mm-hmm. with when he uh, deflects his beams on Captain America's shield. I mean, that was sick. It was. There's so yeah. many moments like that, but my favorite moment in the whole movie, like I said, that, um, that line, my favorite line in the movie, we said that. And I got these little moments I really like. My favorite thing about this movie, it could be the most cliche thing to say, but I feel like it's everybody's uh, favorite thing about this movie is that shot where they pan around the Avengers. Oh, dude. When, and they're in yes. the, standing in that circle. That's yes. my favorite thing about this movie. It's the most iconic thing of the movie. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because, like, it, it just shows unity of yes. the, the Avengers. Like, how, you know, they're in a line. They're like, bro, I, I'm, I'm, I'm finna kill some aliens right now. And yeah. They have, they have, wait. Like, just everything just aligned. My childhood culminated in one moment. Yes. It yeah. all came together in that moment when I was 12 years old sitting in a theater. I I geeked out so much then, and I was like, I don't think I could geek out anymore. But then it's like, during Infinity War and Endgame, oh, I geeked out more. I geeked out more. I didn't think it was possible, and I was like, I was 19 I am. I'm 19 now. I'm actually about. I'm about to be 20 in a couple of weeks. But yeah. I was 19 when Endgame came out, mm-hmm. and you know, I saw it multiple times in a theater. And each time, I geeked out. Even though I had a, this is a long story. I'm not going to get into. But I had a terrible experience when I saw Endgame the first time. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you. God, I, I just want to give you a hug for it. Like, it, <laughs> like. But um. But I mean, I geeked out so much then. Oh yeah. The second time I saw it, and the third time I saw it. I still geek out when I watch these movies, and I think a mm-hmm. lot of people that you know are in the same position as you and I. Oh yeah, are. Uh, th- I mean, they can relate. Yeah, you know, some sure. people just really enjoy the movies, but there's some people that really enjoy the movies. I feel like know? I feel like we're definitely in the realm of hey, we're the people that um, enjoy these a little too much. I mean, yeah. I mean, look at this. I'm doing a podcast on every movie leading up to Black Widow. That's yeah, in, in chronological order. So yeah, yeah. And, and look at this. I'm on the podcast now. Yeah. So like, yeah. so I mean, we're definitely in that realm for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. So I mean, so we've talked about some of the things that we really like. One one last thing that I really like about this movie is, you know, like you said, you kind of look back and you see the things that were set up mm-hmm. and everything. This mm-hmm. is kind of the opposite of that. Shield in this movie is used a lot. It is, and this is, is the really the only movie that has shield involved this much mm-hmm. and and I understand why it's not cuz everything yeah. that happened in the winter soldier. Yeah. Um but then you look at movies like Age of Ultron, Civil War, Infinity War, Endgame, Shield is like barely there. I it's think, got its moments. Yeah. But it's also kind of like I I kind of like how involved it was. I do too. And and I think it's in there just because like how else would they set it up? Like yeah. how else would they set up the Avengers uh, yeah, without course. Shield being so involved, you know? Yeah. And I I just I think it's interesting. I kind of like seeing that. And I mean, I kind of maybe would have liked to see a little bit more of it at some other times. But mm-hmm. I, again, like I know why it wasn't used. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of like corruption and all this stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's it's an interesting 
aspect of this movie that I really like. But jumping to another uh, aspect of this movie, are there any things that you, anything that you don't like? Cap suit. I hate it. It's terrible. Yeah. It is the most god awful thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, like, because, like, dude, you're walking around in literally a skin tight blue suit, and you're supposed to be one of the emo, the, the, yeah. the leader of the team, dude. You know that scene where um, Iron Man and him are, they're they're kind of arguing, yeah, and um, he was like, Cat America's like, you're all about style, aren't you? Because Cat or because Iron Man was like. It's just not my style. I don't remember what they were talking about, but then yeah. um, Cat America said, you're all about style, aren't you? And Iron Man goes, uh, which one of us here is wearing a spangly suit? Yeah, <laughs> I know. know? Like, 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 if, like, okay, if I had two Captain Americas in front of me mm. and I had the twinkle toes in the blue suit or the dope, just like armored, nice suit in front of me, I'm mm. going to be like, okay, I'm going to cuddle with one of them, but then I, one of them's <laughs> going to beat me up. <laughs> Like it, like it, it just doesn't suit Captain America. Yeah, I mean, I, and I kind of liked that they poked fun at it at, in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. But um, I, I like that. But I get what you're saying. I didn't have a, I didn't really notice it all that much when when, when it first came out. In hindsight, when you see all the other suits that he has, you're kind of like, yeah, that was yeah. not as yeah cool. Um, it, you know, it works for the movie, I guess. But. The thing that I think I don't really have many problems with this or really any problems with this movie. Mm-hmm. The only thing negative I could say is I wish that Hawkeye was not uh it, you can call it brainwashed or hypnotized, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah, by Loki and the scepter. Yeah. Um yeah. I wish that he wasn't brainwashed and or hypnotized for so long. I, I can so agree with you like because that. they spent yes. a lot of time like within the first act of the movie. You know, like we talked about earlier, they were gathering the Avengers together mm-hmm. and Hawkeye wasn't there because yeah. he was on the other side of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of shows up later. So there's kind of a lack of character development there so that he's there at the end and yeah. everybody's kind of like, well, who's this guy? Mm-hmm. And that sucks for Hawkeye because not that many people knew who Hawkeye was. Mm-hmm. So then you have Age of Ultron and his story got better because you understand where he, you know, he's got a family He's got some really uh, funny one-liners here and there, yeah. And he's much more involved. But I think people would have liked um, Hawkeye and had a bigger appreciation for his character if he was more involved during that first act of this movie. I can definitely agree with you there, one hundred percent. Because before before seeing the movie, I already I, I already was a Hawkeye fan. I thought Hawkeye was yeah. so cool. And, you know, just see him get brainwashed. I'm like, you know, me as a little kid, I'm like, this movie sucks. Where's Hawkeye? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just, I was like, but, you know. And what, one one other thing is, like, like, I don't know why, but I'm a I'm a cosmetic guy. Like, like the, the suits have to be right yeah. for me. Now, Cap Cap's a mess right now. That we know that. But Hawkeye, I feel like they should have given him a little bit more flair. In the know? suit, or not in the suit, I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry, in the comics. He has a little bit too much flair. A hundred percent. Definitely like, for cinema. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. He's got that, you know, that purple suit with, the, you know, that goofy looking mask or whatever. Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that they didn't exactly go that they, they route. They took the right route. 
Yes. For, for the movie. But, you know. But he could have had a little bit more oomph. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like something that kind of made him go, oh, he's not just an agent. Yeah. That with a bow and arrow. You know, you know? Give him some sunglasses or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, he had sunglasses at the end when he drove off. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. What What would we have done without the sunglasses at the end? <laughs> yeah, Nobody thinks about that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but, yeah, I mean. I like Hawkeye's character. I liked him a lot better in Age of Ultron. Oh, I didn't, for sure. I knew of him yeah. before the, when I first saw the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. but I didn't know enough about him, and I, I was kind of left with the same mindset mm-hmm. of his character after that movie. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I wish that we got a little bit more of Hawkeye in that movie. I can um, That's really the only issue I could say, but it's not a big issue because all these other characters I love. Mm-hmm. You know, you said... You said Captain America is your favorite. Oh, Black Widow is my favorite of the original six. Mm-hmm. Iron Man being a close second. Um, I mean, I like all the characters. Yeah. You know, and so I think everybody likes all these characters if they're a fan of this universe. You I, know? I mean, if you're a fan of Marvel, you know the Avengers. Yeah. Everybody knows the Avengers. Yeah. And like they did so much character development and like it, Hawkeye being hypnotized. Like, mm-hmm. like it felt like there was a piece missing, you know? Yeah. But you know, it, I mean, the story the story still went good. You know. Oh it, yeah, for sure. So, I, I'm definitely not, went well. I really can't hold a grudge against the movie because it was just so. Oh good yeah, totally. Regard, regarding everything. You know, so I kind of switching gears here a little bit. I kind of want to talk about some fun facts mm-hmm. of uh, not necessarily just this movie, but the Avengers comics because you're a big comic fan. Oh yeah. You know, if I have any questions about the comics, you're the guy I'm going to go to because I don't. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of big comic book fans. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I'm one of them. But uh, you're definitely like at like the top tier of like who's the biggest comic book fans yeah. in the Greenville area. Oh, you know, oh, thank you. And so um, basically in the comics, correct me if I'm wrong. OK, um, but the original Avengers, there were five of them mm-hmm. and Captain America was not part of them. It that, was that is very true. It was Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Very true. And the Wasp came up with the name of the Avengers. I believe. I think you're right. And they, together, the Avengers discovered Captain America. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of interesting how that happened. And Captain America became part of the Avengers really quick. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, I think they yeah. might have had, like, I could be wrong here, but I want to say this is in the Silver Age. I know this is in the Silver Age of the comics, but mm-hmm. what I could be wrong about is I think there was only, like, one issue where Captain America wasn't involved. You you could be very right, yeah. But I could also be very wrong. You could be very wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but neither one of us know the answer to that. Oh yeah. So you know what? Let's just guess and keep going. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah. So I think that's kind of interesting that that's the original lineup. And there were there have been rumors that you know Joss Whedon, who was the director of the first two Avengers movies, wanted to have Ant Man and Wasp in there. And I think there were even talks about Captain Marvel stuff like that. Mm. Um, I would have liked having Ant Man and Wasp in there. I think that could have been cool. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm. It's not something I wish they were in there. Or I wish they weren't. I think it'd be cool, but I'm very happy with what we have oh, for the definitely. first Avengers movie. Definitely, yeah. You know? Um, I like like me just be, I just love Captain America so much, and if they would have made the movie without Cap and they put Ant Man and the Wasp in there, I would have been like, oh man, that sucks because I, I yeah. would want to see Captain America because I think he is just the coolest Avenger. In my yeah. Opinion. If they put if if Joss Whedon chose to have, um. Ant-Man and the Wasp in there. I don't think he would have gone the Scott Lang route like they did eventually with the yeah. Ant-Man we have now. Mm-hmm. They would have gone Hank Pym I think so. and uh, Janet Van Dyne. I wish that they did go the Hank Pym route. I did too, but it would be a little too dark for the universe they've built. 
because of you know all what? Of his, I think you're right. I can agree I, with you I, on that. I, I my God. I'm 99% sure that, I mean, it's never been released or, or confirmed or anything, but I bet the reason that they didn't choose the Hank Pym route is because of, in the comics, his, like, uh, substance abuse mm-hmm. uh, storyline. And I, I think he was even, like, uh, abusive towards Janet, his wife. Mm-hmm. I think he would, like, you know, he'd get drunk and he'd hit her and stuff like that. You know what? Yeah. Now, now that you're saying that, yeah. I can agree with you. I just love, mm. I just love whatever the original type is. That's what I want to see. You yes, know? that's kind of the way I am. I'm, I'm, I'm. When it comes to which character they choose mm-hmm. for which version of, like yeah. you know, like Spider Man or like Ant Man in this regard, yeah. Um, I'm definitely more of a purist mm-hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah. And I'm, you know, with most things, I'm not always like that. But when it comes to superheroes, yeah, yeah, I want the I can, original. I can so agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah, like with Spider Man, it's like I want Peter Parker. With mm-hmm. with Ant Man, I want Hank Pym. Mm-hmm. With um, Captain America, Steve Rogers. Oh, you for know? sure, man. If Steve Rogers wouldn't have been the Captain America that we have gotten in the universe, I yeah. would have cried. Yeah, because I like. I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do with Falcon and the Winter Soldier with yeah. Falcon. You know, taking the shield. I think it is going to be amazing. I think it's going to be I have, an interesting uh, I think TV I have show. two high hopes for it. I think I do have two high hopes. Ooh. But the thing is, is like, I loved Falcon as a character. I thought I do he too. Was, I thought he was great supporting Captain America. Yeah, I agree. I thought he was awesome. Yeah. So I think him taking the mantle, it's going to work out pretty good. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of, like, there are characters. I'm okay with when, when they introduce the, like, a secondary version of a superhero later on, but I want yeah. the original first. Mm-hmm. You know, so I kind of wish that we got Hank Pym. I, under, I if that, the reason we're, we speculated about is true, I'm, I understand. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I would like to eventually someday see a Hank Pym Ant-Man movie. Yeah, like, like one thing that, like, I am... I, I do enjoy is the fact that in the Ant-Man movie, they still brought up Hank Pym as a character. Yes. I was happy about that. And yeah. that's why I was, mm-hmm. that was one reason. That made, that made me content with it. Yeah, like, exactly. You know that's kind awesome. of what I was about to say. But if they made a Hank Pym Ant-Man movie, it would have been a little too dark, maybe. Yeah. But I, I get that. speaking of like, you know, dark tones in, in this universe, Avengers, this is kind of going along the fun fact route here, but the Avengers was almost rated R. I, are you serious? Yep. How? You know that scene? Okay, so the scene where Phil Coulson dies, yeah. I think was initially more gruesome. I don't know how much more gruesome, but I understand why that, if they apparently, once they were trying to get a rating for the movie, it got a rated R rating a couple times, and they had to keep editing that scene and find a way to, you know, make it a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Man, if the Avengers would have been rated R, I don't think I would have liked that. There I don't are, think I would have either. There are some movies, that comic book wise, where I'm okay when they're rated R, like yeah. Deadpool, yeah. Oh, Joker, yeah. mm-hmm. Birds of Prey that just came out. That one was kind of it could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely Deadpool and Joker, because it's understandable because yeah. they come from like Deadpool just being Deadpool yeah. and then Joker from such like a dark background like that's yeah. understandable but I do agree with you and like the Avengers is like they're superheroes you know yes. like little kids kind of like yeah. helping I don't people would have. yeah I don't think it would have done as well in the box office if it was rated R because their the, their target audience is teenagers yeah even little kids families mm-hmm. I mean if it's PG-13 anybody could go see it you know 
I mean, parents can take their kids. Obviously, certain little kids can't go in there by themselves. Yeah, of course. But you can still get in. Yeah. So, yeah, anybody could watch this movie now that it's PG-13. Not now that it's PG-13, you know what I mean. But, you know, with a rated R rating, it it probably would not have been as successful. So I'm glad it got PG-13. And I think they were trying to get it PG-13 as much as they could. But I don't think they knew what else to do with that scene. But really just, there's not a lot of blood in it. Yeah. And so really, it's yeah. not like super disturbing or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And there's humor in the scene too, where, you know, where he shoots Loki with that gun that he had. And he's like, oh, yeah, and so he's that's like, oh, what that does. That's, that's what that, yeah. Yeah. But dude, Agent Phil, man, I freaking loved him. I did too. They had to take my boy. They took him. They, I, oh. But, you know, Phil Coulson was a really interesting character and it's unfortunate that he died, but he did mm-hmm. come back in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is a show that I've never watched. Oh, I, I've seen a handful of episodes, not much. It, it's dope. It's definitely, it, it, it's good. It's pretty I might good. check it out sometime. Because I, I, I love, I just loved Phil. I, yeah. I loved him. Because I, I don't know. I just thought like, for, like from the scene to where Black Widow's just beating the crap out of him and he's just on the phone just hearing little yeah. sounds like, like little stuff like that. I think it's yeah. awesome. I like, uh, my, my favorite thing about Phil Coulson is like, I talked about this, I believe it was on a episode when I talked about Iron Man with my friend Jacob. Um, I talked about how Phil Coulson, he's like this guy coming from the super secretive, uh, you know, agency shield. Yeah. And he's like, uh, approaching Pepper Pot. He's like, hi, can we set up a meeting please? You know, yeah. and I'm like, yep. aren't you supposed to be like kind of intimidating? But I liked how he took it that way. And then even like in, in the death scene that he had in Avengers where he first approaches Loki, he's like, could you step away from that please? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's got this huge gun. Oh this yeah. Massive. And he's, he's almost struggling to hold it. He's like, could you step away from that, please? I mean, he's got to be professional. I job. mean, yeah, but also, it's. I just think it's funny that they took it that route and he mm-hmm. wasn't intimidating at all. Yeah. You know? I think, like, 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 if you really think about it, if you see a big intimidating guy and he's got a suit on, mm-hmm. homie works for the men in black. He deals yeah. with aliens. He deals with stuff. So, like, it, it makes sense for him just to act like a normal dude yeah you know, it does, it I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it oh me too. i think it's cool i, I love agent Coulson. but yeah he's i know he technically didn't die i mean he did die in that moment but they brought it back oh yeah like he didn't he didn't die off of the mcu you, you, which correct. i'm very happy about yeah i mean there are some of the shows i got into like i got into daredevil i tried some of the others that revolved around the defenders on the netflix original marvel sh- tv shows yeah um i never got into agents of shield there's a couple other ones like the runaways i never got into that i haven't gotten into any of the shows besides i saw the first season of iron fist and i saw the uh first two seasons of daredevil that's all i really watched. yeah and then but the disney plus ones i'm i'm more excited about oh yeah i think it's just because we've seen those characters exactly yeah i think they kind of we kind of needed to see the characters first but yeah i yeah. mean this is going to be it's going to be cool oh yeah um but yeah you know today we've talked about a lot of things we've talked about what we like about the avengers we've talked yeah. about what we dislike about the avengers um and you know some fun facts regarding it but you know if uh you know Thanks for joining me today. Cody. Yeah, of course. You I've know, had, I'm I've always had a up for a good conversation about comic books. Yeah, I know. We can so. we'll, you and I could just go on forever. We really could. Yeah. Like um, I think I think we were talking two hours before we even started the podcast. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we even like you just watched the movie earlier today and I hadn't quite finished it yet, but you got here and we finished the last like 30 minutes of it yeah and know? then we cuddled and it was nope great. we we didn't do that oh, <laughs> no sorry. we definitely didn't cuddle. it must have been my imagination <laughs> sorry <laughs> anyway thanks for joining me today dude
Oh, yeah, of course, brother. Where can people find you on social media? On social media, you guys can find me on Instagram at Cody Hildebrand at C-O-D-Y-H-I-L-D-E-R-B-R-A-N-D. Is that all where people can find you, just Instagram, or can they find you anywhere else? Uh, just, just Instagram. Cool. That's it. All right. Be sure to tune in next week to Iron Man 3. And also be sure to follow me on Letterboxd at McNeil Mulliken, M-C-N-E-I-L-L-M-U-L-L-I-K-I-N. No spaces or capital letters. Letterboxd is where I post the movies I watch and write reviews. You can also follow me on Instagram at underscore McNeil, M-C-N-E-I-L-L, followed by two more underscores. This is where you can send me your feedback and let me know what you think of the Avengers and what you think of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general. You can follow the McNeil and Friends podcast on Instagram at mcneil.and.friends.podcast. Also, if you're interested in joining for an episode, send me a message through Instagram on either account, and I'd be glad to work something out with you. Lastly, you can find the McNeil and Friends podcast on Patreon and support this podcast by becoming a patron if you so desire. If you made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations, and once again, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.